48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Todd Harding. The top stories. The Centre for Health Protection says the pandemic situation is worrying in Hong Kong after the discovery of a new untraceable COVID case. Officials have locked down three residential buildings in Tunmun, Tai Kok Choi and Tai Po. And officials are in talks with universities about letting medical students work at vaccination centres. Health authorities say Hong Kong has another untraceable COVID case after a 20-year-old part-time saleswoman at the Sogo department store in Causeway Bay tested preliminary positive. It's the second untraceable case in as many days. Dr Chuang Shuk Kwan from the Centre for Health Protection says the situation is worrying. We indeed have found uh, at least one more untraceable case at the moment. We are worried that there are silent transmission chain in the community. So I think the public has to uh, keep social distancing measure at least for the uh, coming uh, one or two weeks. The centre reported a total of 33 confirmed coronavirus cases today, including six local infections. Meanwhile, another person who attended a party held by MPC Deputy Whitman Hung last Monday has tested preliminary positive for COVID. The 43-year-old woman who wasn't on the guest list went along with another woman who's been confirmed to have the virus. Dr Chuang says for the time being at least, the discovery doesn't warrant any more quarantine orders. She actually went with another case, the index case, to the party. Based on these two cases, and also they had drinks and snacks, together before they went to the party. It is possible uh, she got an infection from the other lady through these drinks and snacks and maybe uh, through the party. Based on these two cases, I think uh, our current classification of close contact is still valid. Some government officials and lawmakers who were at the party, which had more than 190 attendees, have been sent to a quarantine camp. Earlier, one of them, Home Affairs Minister Casper Choi, again apologised, saying he'd been reading and vetting documents during his time in quarantine. The government has locked down three residential blocks in Tunmun, Tai Kok Choi and Tai Po after three residents there tested preliminary positive for COVID. Damon Pang with the details. Officials say they cannot trace the source of infection for the 20-year-old woman who lives in Tunmun. Another case involves a 43-year-old woman who lives in Tai Kok Chai and went to the birthday party attended by nearly 200 people. The third case involves someone who is suspected to have caught the virus in a typo block, which was evacuated because officials are worried the coronavirus has spread through the building. After inspecting Maysun building, microbiologist Yun Kwok Yong said he thinks the virus may have spread upwards via a wastewater pipe. On top of Maysun building, which was locked down for a second time in four nights, the other lockdowns are for Tower 8 of Aegean Coast on Castle Peak Road and Tower 2 of Harbour Green on Shamong Road. Meanwhile, the government says it's banning two flights from San Francisco and Tokyo for two weeks after a number of passengers on board came down with COVID. The flight to the US, SQ007, is operated by Singapore Airlines, while NH811 is an all-Nippon Airways flight. A total of 14 patients were found on the flights that arrived here on Friday. A medical expert advising the government on its coronavirus strategy says officials are in talks with universities about letting medical students work at vaccination centres. Professor Gabriel Leung says the move could tackle a shortage of staff and boost the vaccine take-up in Hong Kong. Tom McAlinden has details. Gabriel Leung, who's the dean of the University of Hong Kong's medical school, says the territory's vaccination capacity has fallen far short now the demand for jabs has risen. The professor says the government's asked him if medical students could be trained to vaccinate people. 
We're definitely willing to cooperate. We have to work out the details of the plan, such as insurance matters, how to avoid affecting their studies, and which vaccination centres they should work at, he says. Professor Leung's also urging the government to boost the vaccine take-up among elderly people. He says authorities should give COVID jabs to all residents at elderly care homes unless they decide to opt out. Such a system's already in place for flu vaccinations, and Professor Leung says it could boost the inoculation rate for COVID to 95%. To the weather forecast, it'll be mainly cloudy. Cool tomorrow morning with a minimum temperature of about 17 degrees. Sunny intervals and some haze later on with a top temperature of about 21 degrees. Winds will be moderate east to northeasterlies. The outlook, sunny intervals with cool mornings in the following few days. Currently, the observatory, the temperature is 17 degrees Celsius. The relative humidity now stands at 79%. That's the news. You're listening to RTHK. The time is exactly five minutes past 11. The MTR Corporation has told its staff they won't be allowed to enter the company's premises if they haven't had at least one dose of a COVID vaccine by February the 23rd. Wendy Wong reports. The MTR Corporation says the vaccine requirement will apply to all staff members except those who are medically exempted. And it won't accept regular testing as an alternative. The rail operator says the move is aimed at protecting staff and passengers in view of the coronavirus situation in Hong Kong. It also says that staff eligible for a booster should get one as soon as possible. Chief Executive Carrie Lam earlier announced that vaccine mandates will be tightened on February the 24th. On top of entertainment venues, the requirement for customers to have received jabs will be extended to include restaurants, schools, hotels, libraries, museums and other places. The CE also said that the government would urge statutory bodies to require the staff to get vaccinated. Lawmakers have called on the government to provide subsidies to businesses and workers hit by anti-epidemic measures in order to tide them over the Chinese New Year. One legislator says restaurants in particular should be given a huge amount of money. Violet Wong reports. The Liberal Party's Tommy Chung told a radio program that he expects the catering sector to lose business worth more than $5 billion due to tighter social distancing restrictions, noting that other businesses like gyms and beauty parlors are also taking a hit. He said the authorities should offer huge financial assistance to restaurants according to the floor area of their premises. I would assume without government subsidy, quite a large number of restaurants will be closing. Not only that, if it lasted more than the current 14 days, the number will be even higher. The lawmaker added that a government-guaranteed loan scheme, which provides a maximum loan of $6 million per company, should also be beefed up to ensure a steady cash flow for enterprises. Meanwhile, Federation of Trade Unions legislator Bill Tang told the same program that the authorities need to give money directly to workers. We estimate around 800 thousand working population are affected from the experience in 2020. There are so many disputes among the worker and their employer. Quite many complaint case complaint the employer get the announcement but not share with the employee. Mr Tang said it's important to give workers a lifeline as social distancing measures may not be relaxed again anytime soon. The authorities banned dining services at restaurants after 6 p.m. and ordered the closure of various types of businesses, including bars, gyms and theme parks, for at least two weeks starting last Friday. 
The 14 million inhabitants of the city of Tianjin are being tested for COVID after an outbreak of the Omicron variant. The operation is expected to take two days. Residents have been told to stay at home. Here's the BBC's Celia Hatton. The discovery of an outbreak of the Omicron variant in Tianjin will raise alarm bells in Beijing. The port is only 150 kilometres from China's capital, which is set to host the Winter Olympics in less than a month's time. Several Chinese cities have already instituted strict lockdowns as they attempt to stamp out the virus. The Chinese authorities are sticking to their zero-COVID strategy, an increasingly challenging path ahead of China's Lunar New Year travel period and the Winter Games. At least seven people have died after parts of a cliff collapsed onto leisure boats on a lake in the Brazilian state of Minas Gerais. More than 30 were also injured. A video posted online showed the moment a 20-metre wall of rock detached itself, while onlookers yelled warnings at the tourist boats beneath. A local fireman said four boats had been hit. The Oscar-winning lyricist Marilyn Bergman has died at the age of 93. Working with her husband Alan, she co-wrote some of the most popular film and TV songs. The BBC's Duncan Kennedy looks back at her life. The circles that you find in the windmills of your mind. The windmills of your mind was a song that showcased the intricate and poetic lyrics that became the hallmark of Marilyn Bergman. Originally written in French, she and her husband Alan provided the English lyrics that helped them win their first Academy Award for Best Original Song. Together, they put lyrics to melodies written by Michel Legrand, John Williams, and this with Marvin Hamish. It earned them their second Academy Award. And that's the news from RTHK. In our newsroom, thanks to Todd Harding. We'll have more headlines at midnight.
and the voice of Charlie Wilson Somebody. on his 2015 album Somebody. Forever Charlie Somebody Loves You and uh, Charlie Wilson into the second hour of Sunday Late. Very good evening to you. 14 after 11. Come on, baby. Here's a group called Cool Million. Come. From their album, Something Like This. Come. 